Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Brushstrokes, a podcast powered by Canvas Magazine. Guys, today's episode is brought to you by my friends at America's Print Show. APS 2024 will take place on Wednesday, May 8th and Thursday, May 9th, 2024 in Cleveland, Ohio. They're set up to have an amazing show and follow up what was a remarkable inaugural event that took place in August 2022. They are partnering with multiple industry segments, and the show is positioned to be a collaboration of visioning and thought leadership with nationally renowned speakers, experts, and industry leaders sharing their experiences in addressing the industry's most significant issues, including workforce development. They are aiming, guys, to have a more intimate show and make sure that the customer experience, your experience, is different than any traditional trade show. I'm really excited about the show and I'm super excited about our guest today who is actually heavily involved. My guest is going to be Adam Silk. He is the president and CEO of DPS, Digital Print Solutions. And Digital Print Solutions which was formed back in 2009, specializes in the support of digital products for the commercial print industry. They are now one of the largest production print dealerships in America, and they have over a thousand production units and commercial print operations throughout Ohio, Tennessee, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Florida, Indiana, Kentucky, Georgia, and the Carolinas. And they continue to expand their offerings to include finishing, binding, embellishment equipment, supplies, they really have taken it to the next level. But I wanted to talk to Adam a little bit more about his view, not just on the industry and if he's bullish on the future, but also his take on America's Print Show and why this whole human need of getting together is so critically important. I think that you'll see from my conversation with him that he is remarkably excited about the future of print, as you know I am. And I think that we live in this time that is immersed in digital addiction. I, print really has an amazing, amazing role. And I just was, I, I actually came away from this super excited, right? I thought, you know, here's someone who's run a business, he's pretty efficient, and, and pretty straightforward, but his passion and enthusiasm for Prince's role today is, is enormous. And so, and I really, really thought it was great that he was so focused on getting people together. So I think you'll enjoy this conversation. I think there's some great nuggets in there. And uh, without further ado, give a listen to my conversation with Adam Silk, President and CEO of DPS. Thanks for joining me, man. Appreciate it. And um, as always, I'll try to I'll try to keep my comments brief, but you know that's probably impossible. So <laughs> um, um, let me ask you. So um, tell me. So my first question to you, as a major player in the printing industry and um, production print dealer space, what are some of the challenges you guys are dealing with right off the top? Our challenges are really supporting our customers' challenges. 
And our 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 well, our customers' challenges are really twofold. One, how to expand and retain customers, and really secondly is what services they provide and what equipment they need to provide those services. And the act of selling for our customers is becoming bigger, bigger, bigger challenge. Um, they have a high percentage of customers, high percentage of their business comes from a few customers. Mm-hmm. They lose those customers. That's always a, a big risk for them. And they are struggling with how to expand business within their, within their current customer base and how to get any, any new ones. Yeah. Um, they're trying, they're, they're focused on, they've got a lot of customer maintenance, uh, which is always less costly, but they need some customer acquisition. Is that, is that a safe way to say it? Yeah, they, they absolutely need to, they, they survive on what they have without expanding it and they aren't really expanding within their with what they do within their customers as well yeah and so things things are getting er- eroded there and uh on the flip side they're trying to control control costs um leverage keeping equipment as long as they can um even if it becomes how they doesn't provide what they need it to do yeah. So that's I'd say that's that's their struggle, and that's really what we we help them with both sides. Explain it, it, so for the listeners. So the type of people who are your cl- clients, uh, virtually a hundred percent of the our, our customer base is commercial printers, and in general, they are either small to large, what would be considered consider a full service commercial printer. So. Um, they'll, they'll offer press work, digital work, finishing work from business cards to books, to, um, marketing material. Um, that's really would be our stereotypical customer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny cause you and I were talking offline about how it's so hard to not only find people these days, but the landscape has changed so much in terms of customer engagement. So it's interesting and, 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 and I appreciate the fact that you kind of understand how they need customer acquisition, but I suspect it's harder than ever before, right? To get face-to-face conversations and, and, and acquire people. So it's funny, right? They have those certain people that make up their business They've got to go get clients, but the landscape has changed so so much. Have they have they have they shared that with you? The challenge of just getting in front of new clients. It's generally stereotypically, it's not the, the strength of especially of a, of a smaller commercial printer. Um, they're generally printers by nature, and so that's where their their expertise falls. Um, but so. What we work with them on first is how to increase the value of what they're providing and how to share that with their current customer base to be able to, it increases their margins, but it increases the value of what they're providing. And then 
the one other area that we always look at to protect our customers is we will always take the counter moves and not and try to prevent them from the buy it and hope they come mentality that we've seen think a lot of commercial printers. So what we'll do is we will share the concept of how to expand, whether it's with embellishments, um, different, uh, different offerings of, um, that we've seen work and with, with other people that we worked with, and then we'll have them utilize our equipment first, or we'll install on a kind of on a, on a weekly rental type program, any technology that they need to expand their customer base. Um, that way they're not making a financial commitment until they're up and running with, and their businesses grow. If it's not, we don't want to put anybody through that risk. So we'll, we'll do that. And that's actually worked well. Some, some customers are able to just because of the new offering, expand what they're doing within their current customer base sufficiently to, toward getting a piece of equipment. Sometimes they don't, but they've still, um, been able to expand their business relationship without expanding any of their risk. Is so you have the technology, when you talk about the technology of helping them engage, what does that look like? I mean, that, is that beyond the equipment? Is that like a are you talking about like CRM, that kind of stuff? Uh, the first thing we really would, would look at is what we've, I'm going to use the, I'm using the farmer's commercial. We know a thing or two, cause we've seen a thing or two. What we look at is what we've done previously that's been able to expand businesses and it could be business and it could be something as, as, uh, I'll give you a, 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 a really basic one uh one customer um would take because you can run on a digital machine now something 50 inches long so we did a graduation silhouette for some for somebody a 13 by 50 graduation picture now it costs including papers 50 cents to make and sold for 35 dollars so um so then he kept taking those samples and every time he'd return a job to a, a decent sized company, uh, he would have one of those samples in, and then just the individuals within that company saw it and started buying it. Right. Um, that would be one example of right. something that, uh, we have for embellishment, whether it's soft touch, boiling, whatever it might be, we provide when somebody's giving a proof back, we tell them to give us the same give us the same, uh, sample and we will embellish it, provide them the sample back. They give a, both samples back to their client and say, if you want it this way, it's this much. If you want it embellish it this much, which is a really high margin opportunity. They don't have that particular piece of equipment on their floor right then, but it enables them to get a much higher margin for their job, um, by the differentiation and, and the quality of what it looks like. Right. Yeah. That's very cool. That's excellent. So it's a, it's almost part of your onboarding is to, to hold their hand a little bit and say, look, we've been down this road before and, and 
we can share with you how you can start to attract new clients just by virtue of the the, the cool stuff we do, right? Exactly. And then if there's any verticals that they're strong in, then we work with them on how to attack new business within those verticals. Right. So that's, I think that's, I think that's the big case. I think that's for printers in general, they, they have to start. That's actually, I mean, it's, it's marketing, right? And, and, and with the fact that you can't get face to face anymore, you, you struggle to, um, connect with people in general. It, 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 there's gotta be a way that they can find you. And so if they're seeing these cool things that are going on, um, that's how they get, they, you know, you, people have to find you in this world. They already filter themselves. So, um, that's, that's, that's super cool. Before I ask you another question, I, I, so your product portfolio today, give me a high level view of what that looks like. Well, it's, it's everything. What, what other companies steered toward offering it services or, um, Managed print services, whatever it might be, we steered 100% into supporting commercial printers. So, uh, still the backbone of it is digital products, whether it's Anon Rico or Conic Minolta. Uh, we look at the market leaders there. Um, and then embellishment has become important with said spot lamination, soft touch lamination, foiling, um, finding an economical way for somebody to do uh flatbed wide format so uh we found you know we can continually search what products can expand our customers business so there's one device that's very economical that can print you know a, a 24 by 36 inch board but it also can print on coffee mugs golf balls whatever the case may be um so um that's been you know part of the portfolio um and then really the high-end heavy duty finishing systems for, you know, perfect binding, uh, digital die cutting has become much more popular just because of the one-off things, custom making boxes, packaging, and so on. So, uh, we right now are at a pretty full gamut from high-end inkjet systems to, um, flatbed wide format to, um, any type of embellishment, you know, five color, six color systems. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I, I, you know, I've obviously had the privilege to, to get to know you over the last uh, year or so. And, and, um, uh, and so we could talk equipment and that kind of stuff, but let me, let me, let me get a little bit, um, deeper on you philosophically at two, two parts. Tell me what you see, um, at a macro level that's impacting, uh, our, the, your business, the industry, and then speak to your philosophy that has allowed you to adapt because you've done that very, very well and, and thrived. And, and I think there's lessons there. So first your view of the kind of your macro view, and then maybe philosophically what you subscribe to. At this point, really in, for the, the commercial print industry, the only the only negative that I see that really didn't bounce back from, from COVID is in training material, because I think there's still, there's less on-site training material. So if I'm looking at what's, what's gone away, 
that's probably going away and not not coming back. Um, outside of that, the I think the industry is is doing quite well. the The challenge will be for commercial printers is in the the digital side and the finishing side. The automation is becoming more and more important, just because the even if you have presses, press operators are retiring and they're not coming back as well. So not having that expertise. So how do you automate as much as possible? Do more with less people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really been the critical. I'm sure that most everybody is still, you know, quality personnel and, and, and as always is going to be the, the, the challenge. The industry as a whole, with the exception of probably press work, the industry as a whole, I think is, is going to be you know, quite strong moving forward. The marketing material that's being produced um, is 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 you know not not going away, getting stronger. Um, for some reason, specific niches, and I'm looking at um, the the amount of material that's being mailed today. I think is still extremely strong. Just the being able to print envelopes alone is is becoming an industry in it in, in, in itself. So, um. The same stresses that probably everybody are feeling, but it's magnitude by there's magnified by there are some specific areas of expertise in the press world that uh, you're just gonna have to migrate just because of of manpower alone. And and so as you've, I think it's I I agree with you. I, I think um, that the world in some way is realizing how powerful print is and it, it it's in this digital or digitally addicted world how do you stand out and I, my son yesterday just got a thing from college and in, in print my daughter gets it too and and you're in and they spend time with that stuff it's pretty fascinating right this is an in, this is a generation that that grew up with technology that were born into it and yet print done right really is a way to stand out and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is that it allows you to be found and so i do i actually think that things are are fairly robust however on the flip side you're right i think and we'll talk a little bit more because obviously you're you're uh, you and i are both heavily involved in in america's print show and i think which kind of taps into the less training that's that's out there and and we need a little bit more of that philosophically your 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 for your business what has been your philosophy or what are what are a a guiding principle or two that uh that helps you um move along if our if our customers we're not, we're not a hardware company in that, I mean, we, we, we do install a lot of equipment, but our ability to, to thrive is based on our customers thriving. Uh, they're thriving more, they're printing more, it's working well for them and, and working well for us. So we really, the, the differentiator that, that we have is our knowledge amongst the commercial print industry is, is stronger than anyone's. And very often we're more knowledgeable than our customers are who, because they've only handled their specific tasks and, and, and jobs. So 
we bring that expertise in and we're, we're, we go on the offensive to improve our customer's business. Yeah. And so the customer loyalty is tremendous and it's not that large of a community. So, uh, the, the references that, uh, are provided for us really launch our, our business forward. And that's been the, the differentiator. Nobody else. And I'm, I think I'm safe to say this, that, uh, no other organization focuses nearly the same percentage of our, their, their efforts and business into one, into the commercial print vertical. Other people uh, and other organizations have products and services that expand far outside of those, that industry. And even within the, even within those products, um, are focused on the, um, implant and other sector. We really are, are, are not, we're, so we, we just live and die with this industry. So we want to make sure that it thrives so we can. That's, uh, it's so refreshing to hear, um, because again, in a fairly antiseptic world, right? Digital world and consumed by technology, it still comes back to our relationships. And that was my next question. It was, was about the importance of customer satisfaction, right? The, 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 the client experience, if you will, that you guys have developed kind of a persona of excellence when it comes to that. And, and that seems to be your guiding principle that their, their success is your success. And it's kind of a lost art in this day and age, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And the, the general customer weaknesses need to be your, your strengths. So you need to compensate for those as well. Um, and you know, another potential weaknesses within that we found is just on a financial forecasting economic side and so on. Um, you know, you, you were hearing the, you hear the commercials every day now for the employee retention tax credit. Well, two years ago, you weren't hearing any of those. Um, and customers were in, 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 in big, in big need. Uh, we, that was our campaign. Our campaign really wasn't based on, uh, with our customer base, any equipment or anything that we were providing. It was based on making sure that everybody was informed on the, the, how to utilize the ERTC. We gave, walked everybody through it. It was shocking that, um, our accountants and our customers accountants never brought it up, never were aware of it and so on. And, uh, so we ended up, uh, through our efforts, driving many millions of dollars back to our customers through that program. But that was one of the services that, uh, we knew for them to be successful, we needed to provide and, and so we were aggressive on it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, again, it's a lost art to, to, to let your clients, um, drive the, your activities. I, I know that sounds fairly remedial, right? But, but in this day and age, there's that old saying that that fulfillment doesn't come from self gratification; it comes from a bigger purpose. And 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 when your purpose 
the mission of your business is to serve this group of this community, you know, the numbers will take care of themselves, right? And that, and that's that's what I get from you. And, and obviously getting to know you, that's what I, I, I feel. You know, that's really, it is the mission of, it is the mission of our company and it sounds too hokey to present. So I'm glad you did it versus me. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with the hokey. <laughs> that's true. You know that. Um, so with this, give, give, so let's stay on the hokey for a second, because I mean, this, our industry is, um, with this whole digital explosion and, and everything that's out there, when you're talking to your clients, selling print, uh, what, what do you see print's role as in this new day and age? The, the new, you know, informative flash that's been coming across everywhere was that, that, that in general, people's attention span has been reduced to eight seconds. No. Uh, so, you know, we've been talking about technology and if you ask a, uh, a, a school teacher to say today, how long, you know, a student can go before they're swiping their phone in class, it's probably, that's probably what they're dealing with. So with, with with that being said, what you mentioned earlier is if you get any, if there's a piece of print that somebody gets and it's, it's, it's impactful, you break the eight second rule. They're 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 going to get it from start to finish, and so that's that's really the rule. The rule is to break that tendency that people have now that's been ingrained in the in the and if they're doing that. The results and the impact that you're going to get are tremendous because they don't focus. People don't focus on things for that period of time, but they will with print. Right. You're giving me lots of little quotes here. Print does break through that eight seconds. You know, print listens well if you think about it. Right. I. You know, obviously we do a lot of content and we put it out in print. We're very proud of that. We've been doing it forever, and and I just it. I'm almost feeling more buoyed by it than 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 ever because you know we go out we talk to people just like this we listen and then we and we put it out into the world for other people so it, it obviously breaks through that eight seconds but on the it and helps communicate and it gets people to listen right but it also listens well because i don't think you can put out great print material without listening properly right you can't just throw something out into the world um and and think that it's going to resonate it's it's got to come from the fact that you've listened well and and i it it's unfortunate but that's kind of the competitive advantage and i've always felt like our industry does that right so sure. uh, um so what do you think talk talk to me before I, and i want to ask you a little bit about america's print show but but before i do that let me ask you and this kind of dovetails into that well, what do you see here on the horizon for the printing industry? What what's what kind of things pop into your mind when you think about the future? And I, I don't know if the future is five, ten years or or five, ten months, because it moves so quickly. Well we have a, a barometer that nobody else has. And that is and this might sound 
unbelievably basic, but it, it's, it, it, uh, for our customer base goes from, uh, we work from Detroit through middle America to Florida and on the digital side, virtually every customer is on a meter bill that bills automatically at the end of the month, whatever they run, that's what they get, you know, that's what they get their billing for. So we can monitor growth and, and so, um, in the, from the digital side, it's every, every month and it's a little bit cyclical. Things ramp up more toward the, you know, the third quarter of the year, things Definitely were impacted some for a few months with, with COVID, but things were bounded very well from there. So if I'm just watching that monitor, things are continuing to grow. Uh, and so I'm looking at, at the future. That's, that's the, the most basic monitoring system that we have is that, and that, that always continues to grow. Um, and I'm sure part of that is not necessarily growth in the print industry, but, but decline in, in work because of presence. But, um, but there's, there's still growth in the industry. Um, and the, and the projections are that it continues to grow. And those, those I think are holding true. What I see the differences are though, is the amount of, once again, specialty work and things to differentiate yourself is really becoming the, the the boom in the industry. Once again, how do, how do I, because the same work that I'm doing, my costs are going to be up on it, paper costs and everything else, but my margins are down. So, you know, can I control? It's great if you can just say, look, I want, I want more margins and I'm going to offer these products, but somebody has to buy them and people are buying them. So the, the, the differentiation, the embellished products, um, are really, I'd say the, the future, um, with it, because it's the way to regain margins for a commercial printer that, that, uh, we're always, um, shrinking and keep people uh, prospering, moving forward And the customers. It only works if the customers are buying, the customers are buying. So that's really where I see the future going. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I mean, it's almost like back to the future, if you think about it, right? I mean, our, our industry was always this craft and it was, and there was such great pride in, in um, the beauty of print and the stuff that you could do. And we went through a, 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 almost a commoditization of it. And yet now we're on the other side. And there's, because there's so much noise in the digital world that we can stand out. So the two things that, that I take away here are how print allows people, it breaks through that eight seconds and it also can differentiate, right? And it's allowing our industry to get back to two fundamental things, which is great listening and in, in depth of relationships and but also being really creative and and we all crave that i think we and and 
we don't want to necessarily just be punching the clock and being in an in this really really stale world and, and routine and so there's a great it's fun to talk to you and listen to you because not only is there growth and you see positivity in the industry and there's robustness but it's it's not just in the numbers it's also in what it allows us to do which is almost be a little bit more human we you're saying look we got to listen better print allows us to do that it cuts through the clutter and it also can set you apart is that kind of right yeah well taking it pretty to to business primitive is this commercial printers have been dealing with shrinking margins and and challenges and but the economy and businesses and other areas and people generally have more money so 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 it's and you you have to decommoditize your work for people to say yeah I, that that has the value to be able to to pay more now i now there's something of value versus versus a commodity and that is a huge challenge for somebody who is their who their craft is printing so and that's probably yeah that probably sums it up yeah no i think it's great I, it's great and it's it's just uh it's almost cathartic to to listen to you and and you should be super super proud of that let's 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 turn our attention and talk a little bit about america's print show because this dovetails back into all of it right it talks about there's a lack of training out there um you know we need to get back to listening closer engagement creativity so you had the first show last year uh, got it under your belt and um and now you're doing another one in 2024 talk to me a little bit about why you know what's what's the why of this whole america's print show with you well my my what well, again my driving force is is for the industry and to i thought it was needed that they having having the show and, and the show this the it's going to be the oddest strength that you ever hear in a show is that um it's quieter and it, which is you know what 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 am i talking about but what it is is this is it allows you to it allowed you to without bunches of, of really outside noise going around of, of, of come see this come see that and here's 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 a you know sirens going off or speakers or whatever else it is it allows you to be able to Beat with people who have expertise and in, in, in product first and, and and offerings, and be able to have a dialogue with, them. be able to see the, see equipment that you want to see, and not be have some other thing going on in the background that you can't hear. So that um, was one strength of of, of of the show that I think really will be strengthened even further in twenty twenty four. But it still had the from a great group of of industry experts and speakers. It still had tech, you know, technology. It had product launches of, of brand new products that uh, were out or soon to be soon to be out. 
So it had all of those things, but it enabled you in a, in a little bit more intimate setting to be able to dig in a little bit. And um, if I was looking at really the value of, of my time, it's almost, it, it allowed you to, and I don't know if this analogy will work, if you, if you go to, a, if you're looking for a house and you go through an open house with, you know, 60 other people and you're all blowing through it, you have to go through that. You have to go through and look at the house again on your own. Mm -hmm. uh, this show will allow you to dig in a little bit deeper and, and allow you to accomplish two things at once, which is you can see all the products that you want to see, but at the same time, you can dig into the ones that after they make it through the first round, you can dig into the ones deeper and have the ability to do that and get your questions answered. Um, and really make it more time efficient for you because you can do be thorough at at, at one shot. Right, right. Well, I think look, you you and I have talked about this offline, and and I think that intimacy is is a great word. It's a great word, and I don't think that I think everything you've said today is about the importance of intimacy. Your clients have relationships, current relationships that matter to them, and they're trying to acquire new relationships. It, that can only be done through a level of intimacy and, and deeper connection. And so in this world we've talked about where it's just overwhelmingly digital and mass market and, and you can someone can sneeze in China and it's heard across the globe. I mean, that's just kind of the way the world is. There's something to be said for what our industry is about. And it is, it re it reconnects, right? There's the haptic nature of print. It's cutting through that eight seconds that you talked about. So our events and our interactions should do the same. And, and so I know I feel the same when I was at the show, I felt like you, I had a lot of really great conversations mm -hmm. and, and harder to do in other places where there's so much noise, harder to do in the world. And yet those conversations, just like this one, that's the spice of life. And, and I think you have to kind of tap into that and, and keep doing that. We did a little survey uh, on what events makes events special. And I'm telling you, they all want, they want that insight. They want to know not only what the trends are in the world, and um, but they want to they want that insight. What's going on? Okay, hey, so is AI a big deal, and how's that going to impact me? I want to have the, a, a deeper conversation about that, and and or how do I acquire those clients? It's right, I I have this piece of equipment, and I understand what it can do, but like you were talking about what you do with your clients, how do I? How do I engage them in a deeper in a deeper way? And I think that's the flavor that you're looking for, right? Yes. Yeah. What, um, how do you think, what changes do you see, um, in 2024 in America's Sprint show from, um, from the first one, what kind of things will you, um, are you going to see? But what we'll see is it'll probably be, uh, we've looked at it as three, two, one. It's probably, um, about triple the, Triple the attendance, so there's going to be a lot of lot lot more more people there. Um, the uh, exhibitors and the seminars will 
will be about double. So like I said, three, two, one. So it's about double the amount of exhibitors in the seminars and the seminars and then, uh, um, were tremendous. And there was a lot of, lot of great, uh, and things that, that came out of it. One, uh, was, uh, that was in the, the height of the paper shortage. So there was, you know, you know, good, good game plans on, on, on how to work around the paper shortage. That was, you know, one example that comes to mind. And then the, uh, the city's a lot of fun. Uh, so the, uh, there's, a, there's going to be a lot to do. I know we're having a event at the, the rock hall this, this fall that, uh, but, um, and the layout and where, where it is, it'll, it'll, it'll be a good time. So that's really, I'd say that the changes that we're looking at. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I, 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 I think it's another place or another moment to, to kind of reconnect, um, and reestablish what's, what's really needed. And that is kind of some human connection and, and I think um, going back to what you said earlier is that intimacy is is critically important. Um, can't thank you enough for doing this. Let me let me ask you one last question. Um, um, you know, your advice for for printers. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming the number one advice is get you know get to America's Print Show in 2024. Um, but your general advice for for business owners in this climate. Bye. Well, I'd say fight fight a uh, a two a two or three three uh, direction battle. Uh, there are a lot of cost reduction things that you can do first off. So you're looking at it in three different directions. How do you reduce cost? And uh, and either it's reducing costs on the on what you're paying currently. Uh, for both uh, people and for equipment services, whatever you have, there's there's ways to absolutely do that. So, you know, the, the if we bring you know lower a you know we can lower a bid size, you know, I'll say a two two million dollar small to bid size printer, two million dollar printer, we can very often lower their their line by. A hundred thousand dollars, and if you do that, that's. I mean, if you're bringing ten percent to your bottom line, uh, that's you know, in essence, comparable to a million dollars in revenue. So, there's ways to do that, whether it's through automation or or through just specific cost reductions. But that's really one one emphasis of it. The second one is how do you expand the business that you have. Um, and we can, we already kind of covered that and talked about that, that today, both within current customers and, and new customers. And the third really is planning, planning for the future. Um, how do you set your, your company up where it's structured, where you're not leveraged, uh, and you, you go to bed at night, sleeping well, knowing that, uh, your, your future is set up both from a path forward and then financially that you're, you're, you're not in a situation where, you know, each month you have a ton of things you have to pay before you, you, you break the year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really kind of the, the three, three, three prong approach that we will look at. Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I appreciate that. And so where tell, where can they find uh DPS 
And where do they go for America's Print Show? Uh, GPS is, uh, you know, you can look up, uh, did, did, you can always ping us on, you know, on our website at Digital Print Solutions. Um, there, oddly enough, um, we have several customers throughout the country whose name is Digital Print Solutions. Uh, uh, um, and, uh, I mean, our primary areas that we're expanding dramatically, but I said we're from east of the Mississippi and, and a good part of the United States. Uh, America's Print Show is, uh, it, that's America's Print Show.com. Um, and, uh, very excited for, for, for that event. And it'll be a, uh, uh, tremendous, it's really dedicated for commercial printers. That's really the, the purpose of the show. So, uh, that it's, it's, it'll be geared around that and, and, and nothing else. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, and, uh, you know, as always, you and I will, will, uh, will, will keep talking. And, and uh, I'm super excited for you to have shared uh, your thoughts with uh, our readers, the Canvas readers today. Mark, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking time for me. You're, you're welcome. All right. Take care. See ya. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Adam Silk. I want to thank him for his time. He's obviously an incredibly busy person. And for him to take some time not only to share his enthusiasm for our industry, but the role of print going forward is a big deal. I love the fact that he has heavily invested himself in the America's Print Show effort. I think that matters. I think creating these kind of events and venues for our industry to not just get updated on what's going on, but to have a glimpse into new ideas is critically important. We don't necessarily need the traditional static trade shows. We need something that's inspiring and motivating. And I think the people at America's Print Show are striving to do just that. To learn more about America's Print Show, please go to americasprintshow.com. I think you'll find that they are endeavoring to, to bring you a really, really fun and inspiring event. That's, again, going to be on Wednesday, May 8th and Thursday, May 9th, 2024 in Cleveland, Ohio. And you'll see and hear more from us on America's Print Show. So again, my thanks to them for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you to Adam for his time. Again, just think there's a lot of great nuggets there. And certainly my thanks to all of you for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Keep reading Canvas Magazine. Go to thecanvasmag.com to learn more. We're feverishly at work on our next issue. And until then, be the buffalo. Take care.